Today on CityCast Chicago, Steppen is one of Black Chicago's greatest exports. And if you're from here, it's expected that you know how to handle yourself on the dance floor. All right, pupil, let's start your education. A lot of people misunderstand Steppen. Some of you think it's just some silly black sauce, but it's not. It's life or death. If you find yourself standing on the wall in the club or at the cookout, we got a quick lesson for you. It's Monday, January 24th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Kiana Moore is a friend of my family and comes from a long line of Chicago steppers. Kiana grew up in Inglewood, and in her teens and early adult years, she used to compete and then later taught stepping. I called her up because producer Simone Alisea had a few questions. One of the reasons... I was wanted to do this and wanted to to get a lesson and learn more about this is I was watching the show Southside. Okay. It's on HBO Max. And there's an episode where one of the characters, Simon, he doesn't know how to step and all his friends find out and they're just aghast. Why can't you step? You uber embarrassed yourself. What? Don't nobody care? Chi-Town cares. Hell, Washington cares. R.I.P. I don't have to participate in every stupid ass Chicago tradition. But to not be able to step? That's like saying you hate deep dish pizza. I don't like deep dish pizza. It's lasagna with crust. I don't care about learning some dance that's only important to people in Chicago, man. If Michael Jordan thought like that, this city would only have five championships. Fine. Let's just start with what is stepping? What is it? Stepping is, it's the black version of ballroom. It's, it's a dance of love. It's a dance of passion. You can step off rap music, you can step off of salsa music, you can step off of old school, jazz, any kind of music. And that's, now it's become this big, big, big thing, but it's been around for ages. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about the history? Like, where does it come from? They had their clubs. Some were What's Poppin'. They had the East of the Ryan. They had one famous club called The Dungeon where the youngsters would go after school or cut and go party. That was on the south side of Chicago, the west side of Chicago, and the well, the late 50s, 60s, and 70s. So my aunts were stepping in the 50s, and then my mother was stepping in the 60s and 70s, and then my uncles were stepping in the 70s and so on. In the 90s, there was a stepping show called Stepping at Club 7, there was a DJ, the late Herb Kent, and it was taped live on Channel 7. All right, Miss DJ, jack that music. And then another great DJ we have who's still alive and kicking is Sam Chapman. So who was the person who coined, like, Chicago Stepper? Sam Chapman. It used to be called Bopping. The people who did it were not so much doctors and lawyers. They were the, not low class, but they were just the ones from the neighborhood. You had your pimps, you had your players, you had your gangbangers, but the one thing that they could do was they could dance. They had different terms like freestyle, which my uncle did, and those were the ones with the most tricks, faster feet or splits or slides and the women and, you know. I, I watched a video where he did like nine splits in a row. Oh my goodness. Can you describe the look 
the step and look for me because it seems like in the, both the Southside episode and just from what I'm getting from this conversation, the look is there is it's key. Okay, because of the era that Steppen came in, turquoise, yellow, and pink, and red suits, and the hats, and the furs, and all this and that, that has become a a stickler. Easter Sunday every day. Oh my God. You just, <laughs> I mean, you know, they say if you're going to come sharp, they always say come step a sharp from your mm-hmm. gaiters to make sure your socks is silk. The women would be dressed either in the same color or the same suit as their mate. Well, I was noted the women are wearing, aren't always wearing like, I always think of like big flowy skirts for ballroom and for, they're not always wearing skirts. They, they're doing boots and, <laughs> and pants. They were doing jumpsuits. They were doing uh, what we called zoot suits. They were wearing the Dobbs hats. They were representing they south side, west side, might have been cocked to the left, cocked to the right. It depends. And if you wasn't sharp and you step in there, you would feel the difference because you wasn't going to get no kind of nothing. One of the cool things about that south side episode is it was this focus on it being like a rite of passage. It was like, if you don't know how to step or you don't know how to play spades, it's almost like people going to turn their nose up at you a little bit. I know you come from a stepping household, but do you feel like it's that same way in the Chicago culture? It's like, if you don't know how to step, people are like, ain't nobody teach you? It is. Just say you go to the family reunion and uh, just any kind of family function. That somebody is gonna play some music. Somebody's gonna be sipping on something and they're gonna feel the groove of their childhood, they first love, they first date when they took them to a step of set. If you're in Chicago and you don't know how to dance, to step rather, they will, well, you know, well, what was you doing? You know, because they. Where your grandma was staying. And don't, don't <laughs> tell them that they was in Inglewood. Don't tell them they was on the low. Don't tell them they was on 35th and Federal. Don't tell them they was in the Wild Hundreds and you, and don't nobody know how to step. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Because that's all you used to see. Especially in the summertime, you could catch the guys on the corners doing it. One of the legends of Chicago stepping was Ty Skippy, your uncle. He passed last month, but for nearly 50 years, he was like the OG stepper. He won numerous competitions. He taught. His style was often replicated. Can you tell me a little bit about his story? My uncle grew up, was born on 72nd and Emerald in Chicago. And my grandparents moved to 12608 South Stewart. He started stepping. His older brother, my, my uncle Calvin Winfield, taught him how. He fell in love with it. My uncle was a gangster back in the day, and he fell in love with the culture of it, the dressing nice, the, the, the popularity that you get from it, the attention that you get from it. And he has danced since he was 17 years old up until the day he died, literally. Uh, he's had a few partners, and he's won with every partner he's had. He taught me at 17 in my mother's kitchen. That age of 17 is like you learn to drive a car, you learn to step. He, I don't, <laughs> listen, every time we went over to my grandmother's house for dinner or whatever, he was in that basement stepping. You know, what What made your uncle different? I've read a few tributes from people who danced with him, from people who he taught. What, what made him stand out? He wasn't but 5'8", and he was pigeon-toed. 
and he loved it so much he danced with his whole entire body. What was it like learning, stepping from him? Was he a very patient teacher with no. you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's been trying to teach me stepping since I was 12 years old. Your feet so fast. He had this thing where he wanted you to be crisp with your spinning. And mm-hmm. so if you got off step, he'd pop your hand and make you get back on because it was all in the hands for him. So if he'd have met you, Kobe, if he'd have met you, Simone, he would have pulled your <laughs> hands, Simone, because you're pretty and everything, and he'd have told you, listen, let me let me show you something. That's what he would have done. Kobe, he was going to tell you how to flex and all of that and everything, and he was going to tell you, you know, you this size, so this is how you should do this. Oh, it was wonderful. What is what does a stepping competition look like? The very first contest was 1989, and they had it at the I want to say the Westin Hotel. Were the competitors people from around the city of Chicago, or people from around the country? Just from around the city of Chicago, West Side, South Side. We didn't tap into the other states until 96. 1996 was the very first time Detroit competed. And Detroit was more so ballroomish. They could step, but they were more on the ballroom spinning. That's what they skating move is called as well, the Detroit ballroom. Okay, see, the, and they came here. And then after that, just we ended up getting um, New York and Milwaukee. And, and it was a little, few little issues going on because they would never win. Are they doing a modified Chicago step or is it something that's native to where they're from? They're doing a modified. Mm, so it, they took it from Chicago and they're, and they're changing they're it They're having it. they they putting their own little spin on it. Or they're doing it just like we do it here because, you know, some of the big time steppers of today, they go and do workshops in different states. And I just think that they should let them win if they're good, you, I'm just being honest, okay? And and you love stepping enough to say the best person got to win no matter where they come from because regardless, the origin is still here. All day long. All day long. Why do you think we are the place that originated? Why do you think we are the, you know, the coolest motherfuckers to do? Because it? all the motherfuckers here is cool. <laughs> South side, west side. We made it smooth. We made it sexy. We made it cold-blooded. The women dancing just like the dude, they partner. When they came down to them old-timers and you got on them old-timers on that stage and saw them old-timers get down and they could still get down like they did when they were young, brought a whole nother respect to it. A whole nother respect to it. What role does Steppen play for Black Chicago? Stepping is important to the soul of Black Chicago because that is one thing where you can, where people, Black people, have come together of all kinds of backgrounds and dance to their own tune. And they 
you didn't have no no issues going on up in there. You came and you dance and you go home. It's 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 something that we have that we could say that the, the memories were there. I grew up here. I, I went here. This is my. I fell in love here. I got married here. This is ours. Yes. Stick around. Next, Kiana gives us a stepping lesson. Like Simon and Southside, Simone needed a lesson to really understand what all this looks like in practice. So Kiana and her husband, Mac McKinney, showed us over Zoom. The basics of stepping is definitely a male-female interaction dance. Males lead and the woman follows. But the man's job is to make the woman look good. Stepping is typically a partner dance. That means there's a lead and a follow. Traditionally, men are leads and women are follows, and that's how Mac and Kiana are explaining it to us. But obviously, anyone can dance in either position. The instructions come from the hands, basically. The pressure on the hands uh, lead the woman which way to go. What's the positioning? What are, Is the woman hooked on top or is she down below? Yes, the man would be on the bottom mm-hmm. and the woman would be on top. She's hooked on top. You can kind of see her fingers are pointed down and yours are kind of pointed up in, in into each other's palms. But they're not gripped. There's like a right. looseness to it. Exactly. And I can push if I want to turn. I can push her or I can pull her and lead her into a turn. Kiana, that's your, uh, your right hand in his and your left hand yeah. on the back there? Yep. Okay. And that would be the, that's the basic start off. That's the beginning of the dance. Right now, you're hearing your song that you love. Midnight sun. And you just get to know one another. Shining through my darkest night. Basically, do a rock forward. Uh-huh. A rock backwards. And then you lead her out in a half turn. And that starts you off. Got it. The, the woman will come forward and the man will come back. Okay. So put another way, Simone and Kiana, the follows, are walking forward, right, left, right. One, two, three. Then backward, left, right, left. Four, five, six. Then stepping in place, right, left. Seven, eight. The leads, me and Mac, are doing the mirror reverse. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And those are your basics. You can do that step to the rhythm all day. Often, as you advance in the dance, you're going to turn on a one step, a four step, and a seven step. It, that helps. So if you know which leg you're starting on, it's going to help you in your turn because it's going to you're going to naturally hit it if you've got yourself right. So right, if you're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right. Right. <laughs> in case you missed that, Simone did a turn in time. As you're spinning, you're going to actually stop counting and just come back on your right foot. And come back to where are my hands, too, yeah. Exactly. So when we were listening to Smokey just then, we kind of saw it was smooth. But we might see, if we if we had a little more funk behind it, 
you have a little more shoulder, a little more bounce there. Everything. And that's where each individual puts their personality in, where you're not just dancing like a robot. It's such a free-flowing and organic movement. So we see they got a little more, you got a little more bounce there. Oh, and then we've got some leg. We've got like single leg, sort of like, almost like an Argentine okay. tango where you'd bring up right. the knee and do a little flick of the ankle. And then like a little double turn there, mm-hmm. right? When when people are going out and they're, you know, especially when you dance with people you never met, what do you think is like the most important thing people should keep in mind? Stay on step. Stay on step. Remember your count. Keep dancing. That's keep one dancing, thing. Yep. One, <laughs> one thing you don't do, no matter what's going on, keep dancing. Well, Jacoby, do you think, I feel like you and I are closer to the same level now? Like, you and I could probably. All you gotta do is get out there. Your mama can step yeah, all we, right. we probably We probably can make it work. We could probably make it work. Oh, my God. Just one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. One, two. Dun, the dun. way she turns, all you gotta do is look cool. Mm hmm. That's it. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Melissa Ortega was identified as the eight-year-old who was shot and killed in Little Village over the weekend. She was walking to Walgreens with her mom when a stray bullet struck her in the head. She was pronounced dead at Stroger Hospital. This week, the federal government is shipping over 400 million N95 masks. Each person is going to be able to grab up to three masks while supplies last. For a list of pickup spots across the city, check a link in our show notes. Unfortunately, things have gone from bad to worse for the Bulls. Last week, the team announced Lonzo Ball would miss six to eight weeks for a knee surgery, and now Alex Caruso is expected to miss the same time with a fractured wrist. Luckily, some good news to get you through. You can check out Lottie's Pubs, Tent Flicks and Chill today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. The pub is hosting movie nights inside heated tents. This week, they're showing happy feet for the family and bridesmaids for the homies. Remember, if you're loving what you're hearing and reading from CityCast Chicago, tell your friends all about the podcast, and they can sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm newsletter. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, Simone from busted ass Seattle where they don't step.